Welcome everyone to another Cornerstone Alive podcast. And tonight I've got two very special guests with me. My wife, Tammy. Hello. Hello. And my daughter, our daughter, Tiffany. Hi. (laughs) And I asked Tiffany if she could come and speak with us about, I think, a really awesome topic, which Tammy and I, uh, it's very near and dear to our hearts. And... Tiffany joined us and Josh, Tiff and Josh, joined us back at Cornerstone Alive in November 1st of 2019. And when Tiffany came back into Cornerstone, came back to Cornerstone, she came back as our worship leader. And I stepped aside from that. I needed a break. And she came into that role and was very excited. I was very excited. Tammy was very excited that she joined us in that awesome capacity. And tonight, what I want to talk about specifically is worship. And I know what it means to me, and I think we're going to talk about that a little bit. But I would like for us to hear what Tiffany thinks about it. So, Tiffany, what do you think? Tell us, what was your thinking in coming back and why did you want to begin leading worship? You were singing before at another church, but what was it that made you want to be the worship ministry leader? Yeah, it was kind of nice to just say, hey, I'm going to lead this now. So <laughs> step aside. Yeah. No, um, I think it was just we were together one night and you guys were talking about everything that was happening at Cornerstone. And when we left, we both started talking to each other and we're like, wow, that sounds like a congregation that is on fire for Jesus and really um, is seeking breakthrough in their lives. And it was something that we really wanted to be a part of. And I knew that worship was an opportunity for me there as well. And I wanted to continue to do that. And yeah, so that's how we got there. That's awesome. That's awesome. I I think it's really amazing how we are continually evolving in how we do worship at Cornerstone and what we do. I mean, I think worship is one of the most important things that we can do outside of sharing and preaching the Word of God. We know that the Word is what changes lives because it comes into us and it changes us. But worship brings us close to the heart of God, and that's just an awesome place to be, you know, in the presence of God himself and worshiping and loving. And that's when heaven meets earth in that beautiful sense of just giving all that we are to God and saying, God, I need you. Um, I'm kind of curious, Tiffany, what do you feel is happening with worship here at Cornerstone? The next question after that is, where would you like to see it go? Um, I guess I can kind of put these two questions together. Right now, I really feel it's important to take a step back and to almost teach worship. So, you know, I've been doing this for a while. You guys have been doing it for 33 years. 33 years. <laughs> and so it's something that we know and I've grown up knowing. I know how to worship. I know what worship is. I know the ins and outs of music, but people that step into these walls don't know that. And I think it's important to- Not everybody. Some not, people yeah, do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I think it's important to take a step back and kind of maybe teach a little bit more about how we want to do worship, what worship means and is so that people can really grasp that and understand everything about it and also be able to go home and worship because worship is not just something that we do here on Sunday mornings. It's something that people need to know how to do out side Mm -hmm. of these walls. Right. I, 
I think, and this is something that I like really, I don't want to say drilled into your head when you took on the role of worship leader at Cornerstone. I was like, we do not want performance. We don't want this to be a worship show. We want this to be us coming into the presence of God where there is healing and restoration and life and forgiveness and all those things. And I feel like you're trying to be true to that in everything that you do, that this isn't about a performance, just people standing up there singing and looking all pretty and nice, but we're really in our heart coming into that worship place that God wants us to be. I feel like as a worship leader, because I've done it for a very long time, I don't know that I ever really am satisfied that when I'm leading worship that we've gotten where I wanted us to go, but we're on this journey. I think we teach people to worship by showing them how to worship. And of course, I'm very demonstrative. I jump, I dance, I shout, I, you know, wave my arms and all those things. Probably looks crazy to some people, but that's me. That's what I do. And I'm comfortable with that. And I'm comfortable with people that just stand there and maybe just raise their hands or kneel or whatever. I think it's important. I also think each Sunday is is a different opportunity to show the different kinds of worship. You know, when we're doing different types of songs, it's we're we're dancing, we're singing, we're praising. And then, you know, a, a slower song where we're just asking God to come into our hearts and come into the Holy Spirit to come into the room. It's more of a just giving your heart and soul to God. And it's a different it's a different type of worship every time. Right. So I think it's important to be able to show each of that. Right. And I, I think that that is really, really important. That is the sensitivity to the flow of the Spirit of God for the moment. And you did something recently in the worship service where I don't think it was planned but you did a song a cappella at the end. Did everybody know that you were going to do that or no. was they no, did it? No. <laughs> no, I mean it lately was spontaneous. Spontaneous. I love spontaneity. I think that's good. Lately and just um what I'm seeking for Sunday mornings and for our worship team is just as me being the leader, we're going to prepare and rehearse and do run throughs on our own each week and together each week. But when it comes to Sunday morning, it's my job as the leader to be listening to the Holy Spirit and what he wants me to say, what he wants me to sing, what he wants us to be doing. And, um, you know, on Sunday at the end of the worship set, I was just listening. It's It was beautiful. There were so many people up there and I just heard God say everybody's coming back to worship so I was like oh I gotta sing that song (laughs) you know what I wish somebody would have started playing with the guitar (laughs) no but it was beautiful it It was so beautiful that it was a cappella. but I what what's really cool about that I was really feeling like I came up on the stage and I was gonna like say, let's do this song again before we transition out of worship. And then you did that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what is going on here? This is so fantastic. It's so beautiful. It's exactly what we needed to do at that moment. And I think there's some really cool things happening at Cornerstone. We've always had people to come up to the altar, even at our previous location. But in this new location, it's intensified, hasn't it, Tammy? It has. We are actively encouraging people 
please, if you want to come up here to the front, come up to the front because there is something about that. And you don't have to do it, but if you want to do it, you can because I think the presence of the Lord is in, is in the whole room. But sometimes people need to present themselves at the altar before the Lord in repentance or surrender or all sorts of things. And it's very, very awesome. that, that So that's something that is really awesome that's happening. I think just the worship band just really connecting. I feel that the band has really is melding together into this unit of cohesiveness where they all get it and they're just, you're all together. Obviously, there's fits and starts and all that kind of stuff that happens in any kind of a band, but I've watched that over the last 18 months and how, you know, we've had new, we've got what, three, four, new, five new people on the band. You know, I mean, it's, it's constantly changing. Oh, the other new thing that we're doing is the, you want to talk about that? Yeah. Um, I think we're what labeling it cornerstone praisers. Yeah. That was my mom's idea. I like that. So, um, I think, I think what we're just trying to do as far as stage presence goes is create a sense of what's the word I'm looking for? I think excitement, enthusiasm, um, genuineness, no faking, no faking. I don't, I don't want that. We don't want fakery. We want it to be real. You have like the old school choir, you know, everybody in robes. um, Yeah, we're not doing that. Everybody, everybody knows. We're not doing that. that. But (laughs) I think that it's, it's kind of, the sense of everybody's together and I love being able to. So what we're going to do is we're going to put um, about seven to 10 people up on the stage and they're just going to be behind the instrumentalists as we're worshiping and just kind of, I think what it's going to do, and of course we haven't done it yet, but what I think it's going to do is invite the people out there in, in the congregation to worship, to lift their hands, to see other people than just us, the worship leaders, the background singers, instrumentalists, worshiping in front of them. It's going to see their peers up there worshiping and showing them, hey, I can lift my hands. Hey, I can get on the ground and bow in front of him. So it's just offers a different kind of perspective, I think. Was it in the book of Joshua? I think it was in Joshua where the children of Israel were surrounding Jericho and who went first? The praisers. The praisers. Mm-hmm. The praisers went first. And I think that's really significant that it's a cool thing. It's not trying to be this big overblown thing. Just let's get more people to incite us. Because I'll tell you what, when I see Daryl up there worshiping the Lord, he inspires me. He inspires me to worship. I love it when he shouts out and just he's, he's walking around and just he is intense in his worship. That inspires me to worship more. I want this. I want to be in the presence of God. So I think that's a very significant, you know, a couple of really big things that we are we are being intense about the worship ministry. Outside of the preaching ministry, it's probably the biggest thing that we do. We put a lot of effort and time and money into our audio-visual, audio-video equipment so that we've got the best sound that we can, you know, have and just that, you know, it's really awesome. Tammy, are you going to say anything? or you? Got, I've got some scriptures I want to share yeah. too. I, uh, Do you have I, anything about the praisers? 
Um, I'm really excited about the praisers because I think that it just gives an opportunity for people to see other people expressing their praise and worship to God and seeing that example of how they praise and worship, which is part of that learning process. Mm -hmm. And praise and worship is one of my greatest passions. It's part of just who I am. And worship and praise, it's There's scriptures in the Bible that talk about a sacrifice of praise. And, you know, sometimes when people come in, they're not, maybe they're not in the mood (laughs) to worship. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's things going on in their lives. Uh, Maybe they're dealing with their kids at the moment or something like that. But when you start praising and worshiping God, it is a sacrifice to him and it changes where you're at. And it is, it's a spiritual thing that happens. Mm And it allows you to enter into the presence of God and leave behind those cares and concerns that you came in with and just um, yield yourself to God. Absolutely. And I mean, I will say we're so, so excited about Tiffany. And, you know, growing up, I heard her singing for hours and hours and hours in her room. And it's been a passion of hers uh, for as long as I, I remember. And, you know, something that I knew God would use her with. So there's a couple scriptures I wanted to share here. John 4, 23, but the time is coming. Indeed, it's here now when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. The Father is looking for those who will worship him that way. I think that's so important for us to be spirit worshipers, worshiping in truth, just focusing on, you know, this sanctuary is very plain and I love it. I love that it's plain. There's nothing here but that cross up on the wall, the beautiful ceiling, and these pendant lights hanging down, which inspire me. So you got to be focused. You're kind of laid bare, you know, and you've got to be like, what am I here for? You know, what is this all about? And this is about worshiping the Lord. Um, Verse 24 says, for God is a spirit. So those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So that's a very important thing that we have to be focused on, that this is about our heart, what we're doing in our heart, what we're bringing to God at this very moment. And like I like what you said. They may not feel like worshiping. There's times I don't feel like worshiping, but I'll listen to a song. I'll hear a song. That's another thing you try to do, Tiffany, is you try to keep our stuff fresh, but not so fresh that we can't sing it. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean, I can talk about a yeah, little bit about how I think you should. We, or I guess how I schedule things and do things. It's kind of a involved process. It's not. It's not haphazard, and no. it's planned out. I think that's yeah. an important thing for people to know and understand that this stuff is planned, which it always was. I mean, uh, your mother and I always chose songs. In the early days, we were telling you last night, in the early days, as I was playing the guitar, I was picking out the songs from the stage immediately. (laughs) That is spontaneous. And let me tell you, well, it was like we got away from that over time. And the reason we had to is because we had more people in the band and most folks aren't real up with that. (laughs) You know, they want a little bit of lead time as to what we're singing. And I get it because that makes us better at what we do. So I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so um, our band is all on a internet-based planning scheduler, and I go in a couple months in advance, and we always have like 
we have a master list of songs, you know, the tried and true songs that we do that work for our congregation that we really love. And I always go through that list first. And I also, I'm almost listening to music 24 uh, seven. Even at nighttime, I have a, uh, I have to listen to rain. So there's always <laughs> music coming into my ears. So I'm always listening to new stuff, older stuff, stuff that came out that I never listened to. And now I'm listening to it um, a couple years later, stuff like that. So I'm always adding new songs into the rotation, which I think is important because it seems to be the people in the congregation are always listening to that newer music as well. So we want to introduce that. There's also a few bands that we love and when they release that new music, we really want to play it right away because Mm -hmm. we just, we, we love their sound. We love their lyrics and their biblically sound. So that's the first thing is the lyrics have to be biblically sound as far as choosing songs we're not just gonna haphazardly <laughs> throw out a cool song we want to we want to sing songs that are aligned with what we believe as a church and we're not gonna sing songs that don't do that right so absolutely so you know there's songs that we'll have on the schedule and we'll sing them one sunday and afterwards the band's like either it didn't work with the band and we're like yeah that song's done we're not singing that <laughs> song again <laughs> that was fun while it lasted and then there's other songs that we sing it maybe once or twice and i'm like i i that that wasn't the song for our congregation and that's okay there's there's tons of songs and we just we choose other ones so yeah that's a little bit about how we choose songs and then we just keep rotating through those ones and adding new ones right i think it's interesting i was at cr last evening and one of the folks uh there asked if they could do a song that you did on sunday morning because they just really loved that song or of course on monday nights they pre-choose the song so that's all loaded and ready to go because it's kind of hard to quickly make a change like that and most folks don't understand with the technology the way it is is it's hard to make a quick change without taking time and like five minutes can be a lot of time when you're you've got a, a thing you're trying to get done and do but I thought that was really cool because that person was moved by that song that you did so much so that he wanted to do it again last evening and I think that's really cool that's good yeah that's what we want. We want people to be inspired by the things that we do. Um, there's a couple more scriptures here. I just want to say one thing. Go ahead. Um, I think, you know, there are songs that we do that we will practice them, we'll listen to them. And it's the songs that just like really stick in your spirit and your mind. Like you go to bed singing them, you wake up singing them in your heart and your spirit. And there's quite a few songs that we that we have done that are like that. And I think that that's probably happening with other people too. And when those songs are God's word, that's what's going through your spirit and your mind and you are renewing your mind because it's God's word that is going There's through. There's been a lot of songs that we've done lately. I can't really think. Well, Champion by um, Bethel Music. That song's basically an entire scripture. Right. So I always think it's really cool when, when it's not just pretty lyrics about God, but it's literally scripture that we're, that we're singing out. And that's just always really cool because that's life-giving yeah, to be able it, to speak and sing those words. It mm-hmm. really is. There's a song that we did on Easter morning. Thank you, Jesus, for mm-hmm. the blood. I'm still stuck on that song. We only did it one time, yeah. Tiffany. Yeah. We need to do we'll it again. 
I love that song. It was so amazing. I love it. Well, I want to read these scriptures real quick because something happens when we worship. God does things. So Acts 13, 2 says, One day as these men were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Anoint Barnabas and Saul for the special work to which I've called them. So God did something because they were worshiping. He spoke. The Holy Spirit spoke because they were worshiping and fasting. Um, let's see. Uh, Revelation 1.10, it was the Lord's day and I was worshiping in the spirit. Suddenly I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet blast. So that's just a couple of examples. There's more, but worshiping gets us into a position to be able to hear the Lord and he will do things, you know, and I, I think it was really good what you said that we really want we don't live here at the church. I mean, this is a meeting house, essentially. It's like a barn for all the sheep to come together, right? Um, although sheep usually are out in the pasture. And uh, sometimes it does feel like we live here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, it, it does, does. Especially for me. But it's this thing of we want to inspire people to worship and to be excited. I think... Um, on a previous Sunday, I said, you know, uh, I just felt compelled that Sunday morning that we should dance, you know, just have a dancing spirit. I didn't really, I mean, I like to jump and shout and dance, but not so much that people should feel compelled in their flesh to dance, but to have a dancing spirit because that's a worshiping spirit. And I just could see us dancing as one big group out the front doors, you know, just out on the sidewalks and bursting out. And I thought, boy, the neighbors would probably really think they're crazy over there at uh, Cornerstone. But just that whole idea of having a spirit that is dancing and worshiping the Lord is a exciting thing to me. So just something about that is the the worship trend and I guess the church trend is a lot different than something that you would experience here. There's no fog. There's no lights. No, there's, no, no. Um, <laughs> trying to think of some of the other things. There's dark room. Do you do do you do mountain imagery, Ryan, in the background? <laughs> I never noticed the background <laughs> a little bit. He says, he says not a lot. So there's not a lot of opportunity. Like we were talking about earlier about the praisers for distraction because we don't want distraction. We no. want to be able to focus on the Lord. Yes. Focus on our worship. So when you were just talking about the dancing, I think like um, something that's shifted in the worship industry, and I've I've seen it in different churches that I've been at, is the lights are amazing, the sound is amazing, the stage is awesome, but nobody's dancing, nobody's in a concert like setting that you're in, nobody's acting that way. So it's kind of like everybody shifted their focus on just watching, not worshiping, not engaging. Mm -hmm. And when you kind of take that all away, what 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 is there left to do? Right. Oh, well, I guess we're going to dance, I you know? I think it matters <laughs> that we can see what other people are doing. Mm -hmm. It is okay for us to see what other people are doing with worship. And you know, I've got the, we got the blinds open. We got the light streaming in. And I, the first time I saw a Maverick City music video, I'm like, oh my gosh, they have the lights on. Everybody's dancing and jumping and praising and, and worshiping. they have the carpets and we had the carpets right. already. <laughs> it was like, we're already it on was like, with that. We're already there. We're already doing that. To me, that, that made me feel like we are right where God wants us to be 
those videos, and I think that this is what we're trying back to the praises a little bit. What we're trying to achieve in our own in our own Sunday mornings is a sense of family. Yes, everybody's there together. Everybody's Mm -hmm. um, and one of the new videos that they released. One of the guys who is leading, who is singing, he's still leading while dancing, while his one hand's on the mic, one hand's (laughs) on a piano player. And he's like shakingly praying for him while leading worship. And it's like, look at all that. Look at all that that's happening. And it can happen. It can happen. We don't have to be one dimensional in worship. We can be multi-dimensional in worship and we can do all those things. And I'm telling you, uh, just a recent Sunday morning, it was just amazing. Uh, I I left Sunday morning thinking, wow, I felt so full. I just felt content and full of the of the spirit of God when I left this place. And my mission and goal as a worship leader is not to leave people with an amazing experience and goosebumps. Right, right. It's to leave for people to leave with you know, their spirits filled, filled. Yes. for them being able to experience right. the spirit of God and, right. you know, while they were just in worship. So I think it there's was, a big yeah. difference in yeah. some of the things that we I do. I believe so. Well, do you have something to say? I before, do. Yeah. One we... other thing about worship here at Cornerstone, something that we've always done that is different than other places, some other places, but children are in the worship service. Yes. And they're and going to stay they're going in the to worship stay, yes. service. Um, as a parent, I remember with Tiffany and Trent and yep. Timothy, as a parent, it's challenging. It's it really challenging. says it's challenging. Right. I say, it, I don't really see it. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's in the back and you're in the it front. Is. It's very challenging <laughs> it with, with young children, but they are they are experiencing that and they are learning how to enter into the presence mm-hmm. of God through praise and worship. Even if it doesn't look like they're, you know, paying much attention or they're mm-hmm. goofing off or they're crying right. or whatever, they're, learning. they're still learning. They're learning how and, to worship. Um, I mean, I learned that as a child. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember growing up, um, feeling and entering into the presence of God through a worship service. And, you know, maybe part of the time I was praising or singing and the other part I was laying underneath the pew because I was tired and it was, you know, playing with your Barbie dolls, playing with my Barbie dolls. And it was time, you know, I wanted to take a nap or whatever, but, um, we feel very strongly that it's important for children to be involved in that and, and to see their parents. It's an amazing thing. I think for a child to see their mother and their father worshiping God and they learn from that and they see this is how I'm supposed to, this is how you worship and praise God. This is what daddy does. This is what mommy does. And um, it's very, very important to us. It's this is what it means to go to church. I'm worshiping the Lord. We're hearing this amazing music. And you know, I want to say this and then we'll we'll close out this discussion because we could talk all night, I think. One of the things I think is very important to me is to hear the people singing where the music is not so loud that we can't hear just the din of people singing the words. And they don't, I mean, you don't have to make it out or anything like that, but just there's something heavenly in hearing this group of people and all their voices joined together singing praise love songs to the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful. I'm committed to that. You know what? We have spent 
thousands and thousands of dollars in this church so that we can make the sound just really good. And we're not there yet. I mean, we're constantly, you know, Ryan and Paul and and other people are working to make that as good as it possibly can be. But still, it's those raw voices coming out of our lungs, that sound coming out of our lungs to the Lord that makes all the difference in the world. And I think we're we're onto something. <laughs> we're onto something here. You know, God is using the work of our hands. And we see it every Sunday morning. We're seeing more and more people. I mean, people come and people go, and that's okay. But we're seeing more people that want to know, what are you guys doing here? What is this all about? We just have to be genuine and true to what God has called us to do and not like you were talking about, Tiffy, not be into the latest trend, whatever that is. Let's just be into the word of God you know, worship in spirit and in truth. And God will guide us and lead us as to what that is. And I think that you're you're doing that. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. Praise God. Because it was hard for me to, as you know, <laughs> to give up my role. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I needed to and I wanted to because I was exhausted and I needed a, a break, so to speak. Now, I still play and sing at the jail, but that leading role, so to speak, from the platform, from the front. I felt like I'm I'm kind of done with that part of my life maybe, but I'm still playing and singing. But I think that's important to be open to that. And I think I'm, I'm glad that God brought you back here because I think that was important for us and it was important for you to bring you into what God has for your life. So something I was thinking about the other day was, I think like in, in some churches, it's kind of a known thing that sometimes the worship leader and the head pastor can butt heads. Well, we, oh, butt we heads, never butt heads. We butt heads for a ton of reasons, but not for this one. Um, not much. We don't, we don't butt heads much not anymore. anymore. <laughs> we used to every day. So, um, you know, they're kind of butting heads because the worship leader is like, let's worship for an hour and a half. And then a pastor's like, um, you know, no, we, we need to do worship. So sometimes those parameters get you get two songs at the beginning, one song at the end, or you get. 30 minutes and that's it. It's going to be to a T and it's going to be timed. So there's like maybe a little bit of strife that comes between, but you being a former worship leader, still worship leader, you understand the absolute necessity and importance of worship. Mm -hmm. So we've never butted heads on the fact that like, if, if I need to do another song, I need to do another song. You're not going to cut me off because you need to start preaching. And I think that's important as far as, you know, well, what I'm usually, because I sit in the front row for worship, and I'm usually thinking, why aren't they doing that chorus again? That was so <laughs> awesome. We need to do that again. I mean, people are just getting into it because that's what I would do. You know, I just, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. But I think you're doing the right thing. You're you're being sensitive to yes. the spirit of God. And, you know, the, the good thing is my messages over the years, I've learned how to be fluid. And if I need to, con- if I need to make a part two, we make a part two. And let's not let's not rush this. Let's let the word of God sink into our hearts so that it will really saturate us. And if we have to talk about that two or three Sundays, we'll talk about it two or three Sundays because we have to be open and listening to the spirit, to the Holy Spirit, what he wants us to do. And I hope that, um, I said this on a Sunday recently, I said, you know, I hope when you come into this place that this is like the best meal you've ever had and that you're like, I want to go back to that 
place again. I feel that way about certain restaurants. You know, it's like, wow, the food here is so good. I'm coming back. I don't know when, but I'm coming back. Uh, and I think that's what I want people to feel. Not that, you know, we have celebrities. Uh, I definitely don't think of myself or you or any of us as celebrities, but that we're vessels that the Lord uses to bring people into the presence of the Most High God so that he will be glorified and people will be saved, healed, and delivered. And that's what we need to be about. That's what we are about. And I'm grateful for that and thankful for that. So I want to say to the folks listening, if you would like to make a comment, make a comment. Um, we'd love to hear what you think about worship. And and honestly, I think, Tiffy, you're open to comments and critiques. And I think it's important for us to hear that. Does That does not necessarily mean we'll do what you say, but... <laughs> But, I mean, it's always good to hear what people think and what they have to say. Of course, we never guarantee that we'll sing this song or that song. Or I mean, as a worship leader, I've I've had that for a long time. People come up and, you know, before the service, oh, Pastor Tom, please do this song today. It's like, ah, we've already got our song set <laughs> uh, ready and practiced. If we could do it, we'll do it. But I can't guarantee, you know, so, but God is so good to us. Any parting comments before yeah, we close? Yeah, well, earlier you asked, you know, where we're going, and I don't think I've ever answered that, so I'll try to make it short. So I think that this past year, you know, we've been in the middle of a pandemic and everything. So I think for, you know, not just our church body, but for a lot of people this year um, has been tough, but especially for our church family, there's been a lot of tragedy in our church family. And this has been, I think, a year of healing for all of that. And so moving forward, I think I was going to tell our worship team this on Thursday, but I think the goal and moving forward, our word is just going to be breakthrough every mm. Sunday. How can Hallelujah. we, how can we, how can we translate this to our sets, to, to everything that we do up on that stage to allow every person to be able to have their right. personal breakthrough. So we're right. just going to praise through until we break through. Praise awesome. God. That's praise awesome. through until we break through. Praise yes. the Lord. Tammy, you want to say something before we close? I think that was good. Praise the Lord. <laughs> well, God bless you. God bless you guys. Um, we're going to do more, more podcasts and we'd love to have you tune in and join us for those. God bless you. And we, we'd love to see you. If you haven't come to Cornerstone, we'd love to see you. Make sure you introduce yourself to one of us so that we know who you are. And I love to hear why people came to church even if it's just a visit for one Sunday I think that's really cool and we we welcome that and we're not trying to take people from their church but it's always fun to visit and see how people do things so God bless you and we hope to see you soon